Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. If you haven't already listened to the podcast, we talk all things self-help, self-awareness, psychology, and just in general, reflective conversations. My name is Brandy and I'm the host of this podcast. Um, I've been meaning to implement more psychology-geared topics because that's what I study in school and that was my whole intention of starting the podcast to begin with. So I actually have a psychology topic that I want to share with you guys today. And that topic is factitious disorder. This can be imposed on self or imposed on another person. So we're going to kind of break that down today. I also wanted to reference a TV show on HBO that I was fucking obsessed with for a long period of time. Um, Back when I lived with my godmother at her house, I would binge watch this show. I actually finished it I think within a matter of days. (laughs) Um, So this is a really good TV show for anybody who wants to kind of get like a further grasp of what it looks like. Um, Instead of just me talking about it, you can actually see the abuse that takes place with factitious disorder, especially when it's imposed um, on another person. So, you know what I mean? It's kind of nice to kind of just see it taking place and see what it means rather than just seeing a definition. I'm definitely a visual learner. So when I get to have an example of something, I think it pieces really well together to get a better, further grasp on what it means. Um, So basically what factitious disorder is, it is a disorder in which a person acts as if they have an illness by deliberately producing and exaggerating symptoms purely to gain a patient's role. And obviously, it's not just to gain the patient's role, but there's many psychological factors and needs behind that. Like, they want to be taken care of. Um, They find pleasure and enjoyment in being cared after. Um, And, you know, there are many various reasons, which we're going to go into further detail here in a minute like for the reasons why they would act in this way or why they would do this. Um, And this is something different from a malingerer. If you're not familiar with that term, that is a person who um, either stimulates an illness, like self-imposing, maybe they drink something um, to cause them to have a certain reaction or they eat a certain kind of food that they know that will produce a bad reaction. Um, I guess that can kind of fall into both things, but they, the person who's a malingerer is someone who does it with the intention to obtain a material benefit or to avoid obligations and responsibilities. So if someone goes, um, you know, claims that they have like an illness, um, they have some kind of illness and they have like a GoFundMe and people are providing money for them, that can actually be, um, you know, that's obviously illegal so they can get a lawsuit for that. Um, but that is someone who is a malingerer, someone who does it for the financial gain, the material gain. And it's kind of controversial. Um, the TV show that I will be referencing, which is called The Act, which is about um, Dee Dee Blanchard and her daughter, Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and how the mother um, intentionally acted as if, you know, her daughter had various illnesses, which I'll get into the many examples of illnesses that she claimed that she had over a long period of time. Um, She kept her blind to that, but yeah, that's a whole other thing we'll get into in a minute. Um, So a malingerer is someone who's motivated by money, by receiving some kind of material gain. And the reason why I talked about, mentioned the act was that um, Dee Dee Blanchard was actually 
given a home and various GoFundMe, um, not just GoFundMe, but, you know, different foundations donated money to, like, fund Gypsy Rose's supposed illnesses that weren't actually true. So there is kind of a little bit of controversy, um, you know, kind of distinguishing malingerer versus someone who um, does it just for the psychological benefit of being cared for. So, yeah, factitious disorder is a person who acts as if they have an illness by deliberately producing and exaggerating symptoms to obtain a patient's role. And another example is factitious disorder imposed by another. In this case, this is when a person makes another person think as if they are ill without them actually having symptoms. And um, it's usually done to someone that they're responsible for. So just to get it so you can get this clearly, factitious disorder by proxy, which is imposed by another, basically is the same thing, is when someone is making someone feel as if they have an illness or saying, claiming that someone else has an illness. And then they kind of, you know, I feel like it's personally, I feel like it's just for the psychological um, benefit, maybe need for power, um, the pleasure of find like finding joy and it, you know, basically abusing somebody. And then um, the factitious disorder is just a person who does it for themselves. There's no outside person involved. It's just self. So many of the times with um, factitious disorder, there is a psychological gain, as I have explained in the past. So in order to be, to qualify, not qualify, but I guess kind of meet the criteria for factitious disorder, which is seldom seldom does that happen because people you know they obviously don't want to admit that and they could actually get in a lot of trouble because not only are they um potentially using um you know medical resources financial resources but they're also just imposing an inconvenience i guess you could say on other people who actually do need medical attention um you know, and not all the time do, is there enough space for people in hospitals and, and things of that nature. So, for example, um, it can not only be like medical, uh, physical symptoms that people can mimic, but people can also mimic mental health disorders. Like, for instance, someone can claim that they have symptoms of schizophrenia, like having delusions or hallucinations, even when they don't. And so, this is them mimicking, um, a psychological disorder, psychological symptoms. And so then they would be, you know, sought after or um, not sought after, cared for, cared after. Um, And so it's not just limited to physical symptoms. It can also be mimicking psychological symptoms as well. Um, And the fact is that the American Psychiatric Association estimates that 1% of all patients have factitious disorders, either imposed on self or uh, factitious disorder by proxy, so so them imposing it on another person. Usually it's women, and usually they're young or middle-aged and have experienced some some form of neglect, whether it be emotional or physical, and often have experienced abuse in childhood. So the example that I was giving you earlier, I guess I'll go into further detail about that, which is the 2019 TV show called The Act on HBO. And it's a TV series that's based on a real life events. And it, it's on this, based on the story of Dee Dee Blanchard and Gypsy Rose Blanchard, where Dee Dee, who is the mother of Gypsy Rose Blanchard, 
um, made her daughter believe that she had various illnesses that she did not in fact have. Um, some of the illnesses that she claimed her daughter had were leukemia. So she pretended she had cancer, asthma, vision and hearing impairment, muscular dystrophy and seizures. Um, so because of her muscular dystrophy, apparently her mother told her that she needed to have a wheelchair. So Dee Dee Blanchard, uh, or Gypsy Blanchard ended up being confined to a wheelchair. Dee Dee shaved all of her hair off, um, Gypsy was fed from a feeding tube and just in general on the outside it seemed as though Dee Dee had this caretaking role she really was concerned for her daughter's health and went out of her way to do many things to take care of her and provide for her and um but in reality behind the scenes you know that's not how it went at all there was a lot of mental um and physical abuse that took place. At one point they ended up getting a house from Habitat from Humanity, I think it was called. Um, Habitats for Humanity, something along those lines. And obviously, you know, kind of how we were talking about earlier, it's kind of difficult to differentiate whether or not something is malinger, someone is a malinger, or if, if they have factitious disorder impro- imposed on self or by proxy. And the reason why it's difficult is because you don't know what the intention is behind mimicking these symptoms. Um, yes, it was controversial of whether or not Dee Dee Blanchard was a malinger because she did gain a lot of financial benefit at one point in the series. You'll even see G <laughs> fucking sorry. All these names are just so confusing sometimes to keep repeating, but you'll even see um, Gypsy Rose going in front of a huge audience and singing a song, which was really just uncomfortable for the whole, everybody involved, I feel like. Um, and so obviously when you're giving people something, you expect that they take it, especially if they seem like they're in need. So I believe that um, Dee Dee Blanchard was in fact uh, someone who had factitious disorder by proxy because the intention was a psychological intention, but, you know, obviously they received a lot of recognition from their society that they were in their, their community. And they ended up receiving just inevitably some assistance. And obviously you're not going to deny any assistance so that you don't seem suspicious. And at that point, you probably don't really even feel guilt. If anything, it's gratifying to you because you're being validated by out external, um, people and especially someone with so much power like the various uh foundations that did help and provide for Dee Dee and Blanchard and her daughter Gypsy Rose. So as I mentioned, um many of the things that Gypsy Rose was told that she had, she did not in fact have. And something that you can kind of notice if someone has this disorder, there will be various illnesses over time and they won't be connected. And many symptoms in order to confuse doctors. The whole intention of coming up with all of these symptoms is to continue the process to keep on having ongoing procedures in order to, you know, maintain that, um, that, uh, you know, position of being a caretaker of someone who has, um, disorders they don't or mental health disorders or whatever it is that they don't have it's kind of interesting because in specific parts in the show 
um, Didi will actually say, if you can speak to Gypsy in this way, like, because she has the mind of a seven-year-old, if you could speak to her um, a little different or maybe change your tone, that was her, you know, really just messing with her daughter's head and making her um, feel like she had less intellectual ability than she really did. And at one point in the series, she ends up finding out that she's not the age that she said she was, that her mother said she was. Her mother will tell her that she's many different things and it just doesn't add up. And um, it's really strange because something that's really common with this disorder is that people will as I said, they'll come up with a bunch of different symptoms that just don't make sense. And then sometimes they'll even use um, their position to threaten a doctor for, you know, not providing qualities, um, medical care for the person that they could report them. And then obviously the doctor, because they want to be, you know, recognize as a good doctor in the world, they're not going to deny that. And they're going to try and investigate further and give the person the benefit of the doubt. And I think that the reason why this is something that's so uh, reoccurring and ongoing and isn't really talked about is because um, of that kind of guilt factor. And also nobody, it's just kind of strange. You would think the first thing that comes to mind when you think of a you know, a parent with bad intentions is neglect or, um, you know, keeping it behind the scenes, physical abuse, and then seeing bruises on a child's body. But this is something that kind of takes a different turn. It's very interesting how they pretend to be this caring, providing, and, um, you know, concerned parent figure. But in reality, there's some kind of deeper need that's going on behind all of their actions. And um, it's almost like, you know, someone who's emotionally abusive, sometimes you don't really notice, or if someone's really manipulative, you don't really notice until you start to maybe be exposed to other things, or you start to have more life experiences. And in retrospect, you look back and you think of all the many things that were done to you that just weren't really right. And you got taken advantage of. This is kind of kind of that same dynamic. You don't really realize in the moment what's going on. And she obviously took advantage of the fact that her daughter was in a lower um, position than her, I guess you could say, even though that's not really fair or valid. Um, she took advantage of the fact that she, as I mentioned earlier, implemented into her mind that she didn't have the intellectual ability beyond the age of seven so that she wouldn't be able to decipher for herself. And then obviously, um, you know, by intentionally minimizing her cognitive abilities, it kept other people from probably asking her more. Dee Dee Blanchard did this intentionally, so other people wouldn't ask Gypsy more and um, would feel more probably sympathy for her. You know, why would you go and talk to somebody about something they can't control, which is you know, there's just not a lot of questions asked and geared towards parents um, that happen to have a child with all these various different symptoms that just don't really make sense. Um, And at one point in the series, she even claims that uh, Gypsy has a sugar allergy and she doesn't let her daughter eat any sugar. And um, 
she says, we'll go ahead and try it, I believe. I, it's just such a blur to me because I haven't seen this show in forever. But she's basically ended up giving her daughter, um, I think it was epilepsy medication or some kind of um, thing for epilepsy that she didn't need. And her teeth ended up falling out inevitably because of it. And so, you know, in the show, the accurate thing was that there was a doctor who was suspicious, but there was never any action that came out of that. No, no change at all. I think that the main way that this would ever stop is just doctors asking genuinely more questions instead of just, you know, blindly believing everything everyone says, because people are so quick to, um, I get it. I get it so hard. You know, I understand, but people are really quick to judge people who seem like they're obviously um, addicted to a medication or seem like they're addicted to a medication and not prescribe it to them, but they're not giving that same attention towards people who are coming back again and again with many illnesses and, you know, that don't really make any sense. So I think that people, in order to kind of stop this, because there's no cure for it, really. If you're doing this, you're not going to go to therapy for it. Like someone who has anxiety, they're probably going to go to therapy or they're going to do some kind of, you know, um, methods to help them like meditate or do yoga or whatever it is that they do. Someone who's depressed, they might do another method that like there's set in stone ways to make yourself feel better um, when it comes to mental health disorders. But in this case, this is a situation where a person is unwilling to accommodate and usually unwilling to even admit because not only could they get in a lot of trouble, especially if there's been money or some kind of funding towards the um, illnesses, but they can also really lose out on that position, that role that they um, embedded at one point. I also assume, you know, because that is, it is childhood abuse. That's childhood abuse. That's um, child endangerment if it's imposed by a parent. Um, But someone who has factitious disorder imposed on self, that is probably a person who, um, you know, everybody has their own roots of why they do the things they do. Hurt people hurt people, but there are some extreme extents where it should not be permitted. You know what I mean? Um, and so for a person with factitious disorder, I assume that that person is just a really lonely person who can't seem to find any other way to connect with people or doesn't feel like they're cared for in their own personal lives. So this is definitely something, um, without a direct, you know, uh, treatment or without a direct solution. But I think the, the main takeaway would be that, uh, it's talked about a little bit more. Um, the fact that I watched the TV show for so long and I had still no idea what it was. I thought that that was just like one rare case where that was like the only time it ever happened in the world. But then I started getting more interested in psychology and I took an abnormal psychology course, which is where I learned this information. And then I found out about it and I was like, whoa, that's kind of like exactly like that one show that I watched in the past, because this isn't something that is just like another thing you learn about. And, you know, you go on with your day, it makes you think a little bit more. And I connected that piece and I was just excited to share that with you guys. Um, but yeah, it's, it's called The Act. It came out in 2019. It's on HBO. I highly recommend that you watch it in order to kind of get, um, you know, the nitty gritty of what happened in that situation. 
Um, some news is that I also recently started a blog. If you go to my Instagram account, I have an Instagram, which is at create my headspace built the same way as the podcast. I have a link tree, um, link in my bio and I, you can get access to my blog. Email me if you have any requests of what to talk about on the podcast and other things like that. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I honestly expected to talk about it longer, but I think it's just something you just got to watch a show or look into some different um, case studies. It's really interesting. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing day and thank you so much for listening and learning a little bit about this disorder with me. Bye.